Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Lefty's Lounge Podcast. By the end of Saturday, was we need to take out the young kid. We need to take out the lefty. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck. I would love to throw myself in fucking water. I can't even tell them that I have a podcast, which is terrible with podcast brands, but I'm about to light these guys up. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. So nice to not do an intro. I'll tell you that. That is a shout out to Frankie for putting that thing together. Hope you guys enjoyed that. That is awesome. We have who what a weekend. What a weekend. I'm Ron Newkirk. Welcome to the Lefties Lounge. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to say? Um here with my buddy John and uh we're here to talk about uh there's really only one topic and and I think before we do anything I feel like I I'm not, this isn't this isn't a formal apology but it's kind of an apology um I I was humbled this weekend for a lot of reasons um but mainly for this Bryson DeChambeau uh zero percent <laughs> chatter that I've been hearing from everybody and I what can I I said something you know, I said it. Look, I got to stand by it. I can apologize for, for having no concept of him even being in second place. I should have looked. I had a whiskey with dinner. Not making any excuses. I said what I said. But one thing I will not apologize for is not liking Bryson DeChambeau, okay? It was an emotional pick. I, I will try not to do those from now on because it, I, I'm, it's not just my opinion here. So... That's all I have to say, John. How how was your weekend, man? Listen, I, I, I don't even I don't even want an apology to Bryson. I want an apology to Mark Deverdi, who's sitting on That's, that ticket. You know, and I was thinking about it. I don't get that a was shit. the question. That was for the listen. This is what I'll say. I'll, I'll say let's chalk. I think we chalk this weekend up to uh, a great learning experience. I think you now it understand was. that this was the first time that we'd done uh, immediate reactions. We had we we're pushing some YouTube co- content. Um, if you guys haven't seen. We did initial reactions after day one, two, and three. Obviously, this is going to be our fourth round reaction. Um, but now you understand that what you say on that is essentially a take take. <laughs> it, it matters. It's real. Yeah. Just because it's a, a quick YouTube video. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, it was and real. To, and to treat, just to treat, treat our fans with a little more respect. I mean, Mark sends in a I nice know. question. And Mark throws 0% out. And he's sitting there like this. I know. I know. And he probably, like he said, he was going to buy us lunch or something, but yeah. not anymore, man. Yeah. I'm, I apologize to you for taking that away from me. You. you didn't do anything hey. wrong. Hey, okay? no. Mark, formal apology to Mark. Um, and a congratulations to you, Mark. Uh, you just, you won all that. I mean, I know you put some on all of the majors for Bryson, so you still have a chance at that, but you've won your money back plus, I mean, tenfold. That is. What a- what a per- what an interesting storyline too, in the sense that like Mark. So for people who don't know, my buddy Mark um, used to live with me here in Boston. He's out in Chicago now. When this whole thing happened, when Bryson gained thirty pounds, and I'm gonna hit the ball off the planet, and came out and started looking like, oh whoa, this might work. Mark immediately went and placed wagers down for the next four majors, um, yeah. and I don't know. I think with, with, with anything and with especially majors in golf, it's so hard to pick a winner. Um, oh, God, yeah. For him to come through, I mean, that thing paid 50 to, to, to win one uh, 1,400, which is just yeah. incredible. But 
Uh, Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, it's hard to pick any winner. I mean, that's why, that's yeah. why I think like top tens and top twenties, they're, they're a better, you know, you don't get the odds, but I don't know. That was but, incredible. Uh, great job, Mark. And, and, you know, we'll make uh we'll make better emotional decisions. Uh, next time. <laughs> yeah, no, we, I think <laughs> all I, I could say I'm learning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I got screwed on the Jordan speed thing. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to not like Jordan speed. All right. I freaking Listen, now, you know, though, bombed. You, you, you I can, bombed on you can like Jordan. You can like Jordan Spieth, but you can be objective. You got to be objective. I know. I know. So big learning weekend. That's it. Uh, that's all. No, and, but and we're going to move on. That's hey, it. Did, 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 did everything play out the way that we wanted it to Sunday with a winner and everything? No, but was no. it still an absolute blast of a tournament? Um, yes. So much, so much to dive into. Obviously Bryson was the only one under par. Um, I think for this for the purpose of this show, I think we're just going to do a winners and losers. Um, yeah, just like the last uh, last yeah, just, major recap just our, that we our, did. Our major breakdown. Um, hopefully, talk about everything. But I mean, obviously, we we have to start with Bryson. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, where do we start? Honestly, he, I, I it's incredible what he's doing. It Regardless is. of how you feel about him off the course, I guess you'd say he is doing things to the golf course and the, and the golf ball and the, and like he is just taking full advantage of every single facet he has. And it's showing, I mean, you cannot take anything that he's done. He said last year that he was going to gain this weight. His body would be in a different position. It was, he's hitting the ball farther than anyone ever. And he just won a major championship. And you, that is, I mean, it's incredible what he's it, done it is it's incredible it's incredible the fact that he's now able to say i told you so it's also incredible the fact that he did all of this and put all this work in and he did it like he yeah. he actually like did it so and for that reason you obviously have to give him um credit like yeah. you said you don't have to like him and you don't have to even like some of the things that he does and the way that he acts and the things that he says and and all of that and obviously we're catching him at a moment where he can be essentially insufferable um, yeah. because oh, yeah. he now gets to turn around and say, I told you so I told you so. And let, that's the thing is like, let's not forget that Bryson's a prick. He's going to remember oh. this. This is just the beginning. Like he's about to yeah. go on a little tour right now. He's a troll. He's, he's going to let everybody know exactly like we're going to, he's going to be, everybody's going to hear it. Yeah. He's going to be looking up old takes from every single podcast and every single reporter and media guy. And honestly, that's what I think he was writing down on the, on 18 walking up. It wasn't <laughs> sponsors. Like, no. It was haters. It wasn't sponsors. It was haters. He's yeah. like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. Where the bar stool guys. guy, yeah. where the, where them lefty lounge was 0% motherfucker. Oh, he's coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, he Come he definitely me, heard that. Yeah, no, he, whatever. yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that, and, and I will say that for as, bad as he's been and he's had the platform for a while now to just I mean whether it's the fire ants thing the the interaction with the rules official I and mean, he he's done so many things the cameraman just, the cameraman uh, just so many things that you just scratch your head I will yeah. say that I do think that he did I don't know what it was but he was just in a good mental state of mind um he did seem like he was extremely positive even like before he won Sunday he he definitely had a different like aura about him. He was super comfortable, like very comfortable. And which is, I, 
that's it's funny you say that because it's wild like you didn't ever think that he was you honest i can honestly say i didn't ever think monday or monday thursday through saturday that he was even there like you didn't hear anything about him you didn't he didn't have like great rounds but he through the whole weekend after sunday he completely dominated that course oh and I, i another thing that i said was that it's matt wolf's tournament to lose in the in the recap yes i don't think he lost it no. I don't think well, – he, he didn't play any worse than really anybody that was in contention. All those late guys had really bad rounds. Bryson was just the freak that played out his ass. Just Dude. unbelievable golf. He was, the only, he, he was the only player to shoot under par on Sunday. And he shot three under. And he shot three under. Yeah. And he just bludgeoned that golf course. And um, he probably hit two fairways. Yeah, That's it didn't matter. Thing. It didn't matter. Yeah. So there, yeah, there's a couple ways we can take this. We we can we can talk about more about Bryson's game, or we can talk about the course a little bit. Um, I mean, let's just like finish. To... I'd much rather just finish up Bryson. Okay, be done so, with him. I don't. So, I don't. I'm... So to your point. So yeah, and, and actually, let's get to this because we had a uh, we had a, a listener question. Um, yeah. Joey Joey Johansson. Hopefully, I said that right. Uh, what do you think about Bryson's mathematical approach that he brings to the game? Um, and you, you touched on a little bit, and you were touched on how he was pushing the limits. Um, and that's exactly what he's doing. Bryson is the first person, when you think about golf and you think about how many variables go into the game of golf, it's astronomical. Yeah. Bryce, Bryce, like when you, I mean, you're talking about everything from, you know, the swing to the different parts of the swing to the ball, to the grass, to the air, to the temperature, to how many things that you've got a little golf ball and – with him up to 200 miles an hour of speed of something compacting a golf ball and the amount of variables are, that are in that. And he is the one guy that has statistically looked at this game and said, I want to know everything about everything. I want to know about the moisture in the air. I want to know about uh, the sensitivity to, to the wind. I want to know about angles. I want to know about shaft lengths, everything. You look at the way that he anchors his putter. He, he's got Rory actually said he pushes the limits of what you can legally do within the bounds of the game based on a statistical perspective. Um, and it is essentially, and I, and I, I'm not to, this isn't like a knee jerk, but it's breaking the game in the sense that that course was not set up to be beaten down by somebody hitting the ball 360 yards. And he, where he was playing from on that course was, it didn't matter if he was in the rough. Uh, We'll talk about a little bit with the course setup, but he was so far ahead of when you're that much closer to a hole, you're just, you have that much better of a chance. Yeah. He, he just overpowered it. And he said that in a, uh, after he won, um, somebody had asked him like, do you have any words for like the members of Wingfoot?" And, uh, you know, he Great jokingly question. is just like, sorry, sorry. Um, you know, I just, I overpowered the golf course and he's not, he's not lying. And no. honestly, I feel like a lot of the guys did like a lot they of did. the long hitters, like, and and this may lead us into to more course talk, but I, what, how high do you need to grow the rough for it to be difficult? Like, there's no, I I feel like there's no way a guy can hit thirty percent of the fairways and shoot six under, and that's what he did. It, yeah. it might have been a little bit higher than thirty percent, but not much more higher than thirty percent of the fairways. And it's not like it was graduated rough. It was fairway and five and a half inches of freaking rough. So yeah. 
I don't know. It was uh, it was definitely interesting, and he yeah, he just he overpowered it. And and if he could do this at winged foot, just think about the places that he's going to oh. be playing this year. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's unbelievable, and it's. I mean, he, that's the thing is like, he, he's not done. Like when you talk about no. mathematical, he's already talked about immediately next week, switching to a 48 inch uh, driver shaft, which is the, he was, he's, he's flying to Denver right now and hitting a 48 inch driver. Yep. Like right now. Yeah. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. Um, I don't, I don't that's know crazy. if you, yeah. Grind so, doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Here, let's, let's, let's hit on uh, some of his statistics too, before I, I want to yeah, get yeah. into the course a little bit, but just to, I mean, obviously we got to highlight it. Um, yeah. Unreal. So in the final round, he shoots 67, the field shot 75, um, which is he essentially gained eight strokes eight on the field, strokes, eight strokes on the field on Sunday in a major. Um, so That's overall disgusting. stats, uh, fairways, uh, he hit 60, no, sorry, greens and regulation. He hit 64%. The field hit 51%. Wow. Putts per round. He was at 28.7 and a half. The field averaged 30.78. Um, fairways hit, he hit 41% of the fairways. The field only hit 39% of the fairways. Um, Whoa. No, but yeah, that's the thing is, and, and he actually said this specifically. He said they made the, they made the fairways too tight here. Because you now, nobody's going to hit him. So now right. the thing is, is, okay, I'm going to hit the ball the farthest. So we're all hitting out of the rough because 39% of the field's hitting the rough. But, but I'm going to be hitting a wedge into these greens. That As opposed are, to their seven irons maybe. or like, It's it, that much of a difference. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, wow. he, was, he was just he, – he was unbelievable. Um, he really was. <laughs> I, I want to say, say one thing. This is just peak Bryson. Um, he was doing an interview, I think it was after Saturday's round. And he was asked uh, about if he was feeling any nerves or any uh, pressure going into, into Sunday. Um, and he said, you know, yeah, he said, I know I feel some nerves, um, but it's more, you know, sensitivity to air and how I'm perceiving reality. Um, it's really just lining up perception with reality. And it was just like, it was so bright. Like he couldn't have just, it, it, that's the thing with him. And just that, answered the fucking question it's, and just said, yeah. No, I'm he's gonna throw nervous. it. It's the U.S. Open. He's gonna throw it down <laughs> your throat. So get ready, people. Like you're. Oh God, yeah. it's disgusting. And like, I feel like, I feel like there was a huge swing. Like, with Bryson, like you either hate him one week or you can love him the next. And I, I feel well, like people don't like, because like watching some of the stuff, like I'm sitting there hating. Like I know in my mind I hate him. But, like, when he was talking to his parents and stuff afterwards, like, he is a genuine human being. Like, he's a person. And yeah. he, he means well. He's yeah. just off. He's yeah. just he, off. He, he, that's the thing is, is uh, for somebody who is as intelligent, and I think I may have said this before, but somebody who is in, as intelligent as he is, his social awareness at times he's, is a zero. Yeah. And what that does is it makes you either very unlikable or it makes you a content king in the fact that we eat it up because you're so weak. Like, look at, look at what I just said. What did I, I just said sensitivity to air and how I'm perceiving reality. He knows he's saying, like, he's doing these things on purpose. Like, he knows he's he different. said that he was going to live to 130 exactly. once. Exactly. That's the thing is. You, Out of his he's a, He is a con, he's the content king. And he's the, peop, he's the, I hate to say it, he's the people's champ right now because he owns all of us because we've been he's talking gr- shit. Exactly. And now Insert he's got the throne. Now he's on the throne. He's got the trophy. <laughs> I know. He's got he's he's in control right now and it's it's sickening. It's but 
he's also i mean how could you not enjoy watch like looking back like i wish i enjoyed watching it a little bit more just because of like and and appreciating how well he did shoot at wingfoot but i've said it before you go fuck yourself bryson (laughs) (laughs) and i think and i think we leave on that so 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 let's talk about the course a little bit obviously um, this is so the course is a winner or a loser for you obviously bryson's a winner and for, a loser. for for me i i think it was a winner uh yeah i do oh, i agree I, with you i i at first i i kind of went back and forth and this is what we're talking about with the youtube stuff because we're obviously doing immediate reactions i went back and forth i at first i hated the fact of how easy thursday played um and i wasn't i really wish that these greens firmed up and i wish it didn't play as soft as it did and at the same point I loved watching every part of Thursday, like watching those guys go low on that track was like incredible. And then you had Friday where it was harder. The wind kicked up Saturday was a little bit easier. And then Sunday it's like, listen, whether like it, it was a U.S. Open at Wingfoot. Are some of these guys with the length and the distance, what we seen, who was in contention this week, Matt Wolf, Bryson DeChambeau, everybody else was lit. Like everybody else was over par and yeah, like well over par. So I think I learned a little bit more about the course itself. Um, the two biggest things is that that, that Gil Hance renovation with the openings and the run-ups to these greens really changes everything because it allows these players to play out of the rough and still ex- and pins are still accessible because there is that little runway, um, yeah. which definitely made the course a little easier, as well as these guys are so strong and so fast that the rough is only – part of the equation the rough isn't everything um and that course just doesn't have it doesn't have water it doesn't have it doesn't have a lot of other things to get guys in trouble so when you got a guy like bryson who is just pounding the ball off off the tee it's like he really has to make like a swing mistake for him to make to 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 really like lose ground on sunday like i'm hoping you know obviously wolf struggling a little bit and just like everybody else but there really was never a point where you're like, all right, how is Bryson going to drop two shots right now? His game's too right. good. It's not like he's going to go in the water or it's not like he's going to. Exactly. There's no. You know, he's the, cutting corners. Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not playing these as true dog legs. He's taking different mathematical angles of like, he's taking things out of play. Um, yeah. It's just geometry at that point. Just, yeah. But the, shout out to the, to the uh, grounds crew. I thought the place looked unbelievable. I really do wish it firmed up. It did firm up Sunday, um, but I would love, I, I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were on it. And it was a winner for you as well. Uh, it was a winner for me. I mean, okay. you look at the scores, Bryson's the only guy He's minus six. That was a ridiculous score. Wolf was even everybody else was plus. Okay. Yep. So the course won. the only thing that it, it lacked consistency for me. Um, yeah. It was just too hot and cold, hot and cold. Like, Thursday, the guys were firing. Friday, nobody could friggin' score. Saturday, I felt like there was a lot. The, the greens were very receptive. And I felt like guys were making birdies and, and, and putting was – there was a lot of, lot of long putts going in. Um, but Sunday was a little bit better, obviously. Um, but just the lack of consistency. I wish that it, they found somewhere in between uh, Friday and Saturday. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like Thursday yeah. was super easy. Yeah. Saturday was like Wolf shot out of his ass and yeah, really he, he, he was the low. only one. Yeah. Um, so if they found a mix between Friday and Saturday, I feel for the, and I know it's hard to, to do that, to keep a, a course f- four days in a row like that, but they spend enough time where I feel like they could have. 
Yeah, but, I think I mean if, you can't if you are the super at Wingfoot or anybody that worked there, you cannot be upset with what happened. No. Um, I think they just feel like the rest of us and don't like Bryson. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah the um, kid, the kid that got bullied growing up, bullied all of us. Exactly. <laughs> so, it, I thought I thought it did great, but like you were saying, like um, all Wingfoot has is the rough. So. With those runoffs, like you were talking about, I just want to touch on that for a second. We saw a ton of guys hitting like hybrids out of the rough, which I thought was out of control. Um, I don't think, I don't think they should have been able to hit out of the rough with a hybrid. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they, whether you have to grow it even more or yeah. do something, like I don't know how out of control that rough has to be because that's the only, like you said, that there's no water, there's no real like woods or trees like out of bounds like you really have to hit hit it out of bounds to get it out of bounds there yeah so it's it was tough it was yeah, tough and, to watch and, and that's where they have to rely on their green the, the green complexes and it they are right. there are a bunch of crazy there there are a bunch of big interesting undulated you know oh yeah top to bottom greens that they have to rely on and the problem is tilly is greens tilly greens that aw <laughs> tilling has greens yeah <laughs> the problem is is that they these guys are just too good they can the, the fact that they can compress the ball, the fact that they can put the amount of spin on the ball out of the rough, that yeah. e even if these greens weren't hard and firm enough where you could hit hybrids and run a ball, like you can't, you have to protect these pins. You have to make these players come in from up top and not be able to run something up, hit, right. you know, throw a wedge and just check and spit. Like it, it was a lot of things. It's, but I it's, it's tough because you want it to play fair, but you want it to bite too. Yeah. So I think they did a great job. I loved um, it. I loved it. Yeah. It was, I, it was fun to watch. I wish I got to see more Thursday and Friday, but um, definitely got to watch Saturday and Sunday, which was nice. And um, yeah, they did, they did a good job. You want to, you want to do a couple losers now? Yeah, let's do it. Before loser. we get into, before we get into your boy yeah, so, here. So, so to go off that real quick, <laughs> yeah. To go off that real quick, the uh, superintendent, Steve Rabideau, uh did say <laughs> yeah. that he was going to resign if anybody shot over par and won the tournament. So it yeah. kind of Don't do it, Steve. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't ruin your career on a, a Bryson weirdo. would Bryson would love that way too much. He would. Um, he would. Yeah. Don't let him have that. <laughs> I think the number one loser it's got to be DJ. Um, we li listen. We didn't. I mean, you know it is. It you know it is. It has to be. We didn't. We we didn't. Out we of didn't everyone. Talk about, we didn't talk about everyone? it enough. We didn't talk okay. about it enough this week. Say out of your everybody. piece. Say your piece. No, listen. He is coming <laughs> off. This is this is the player of the year. Remind you. And what yeah. does he do? He does. I. He was the, tied for six and shot plus five. And and was he ever relevant? <laughs> The no. whole weekend. No. And that's exactly was that was Louis like Oosthuizen? No, but Louis Oosthuizen <laughs> isn't the player of the year, number one. You know, like, did you expect Louis Oosthuizen to win? Did you expect DJ to win? I did. I Listen, him. he – Yeah. Yeah. And that actually – so, a couple things. One, let's go – actually, let's get to Mark's question. So, Mark's okay. question was, does – because I know we differ in opinion here. So, does Bryson's yes. winning change the mentality uh, – Mark Lyon asked, does, Bryson's, does Bryson winning change the mentality of a DJ who played a lot more woods and irons off some tees? Um, and I'll let you have the floor first. So, I'm going to take DJ's side on this just because I feel like he is the type of player that doesn't really give a shit what Bryson's doing. Um, is he as strong 
and hit it as far. Pro- he probably could hit it as far if he swung that hard. I don't know he's, about that. You don't think so? I don't know. Dude, I, I, he's fucking he's six, long. No, he, seven. No, he's he, long. No, he, you don't he, have to he be is, bulky. He is. He is. You don't have to be bulky You're to right. hit it far. Is You're right. He, he generates that speed. Yes. He could generate close to 200 mile an hour head speed. Does he need to? He's proven that he doesn't. Okay. John, you can't tell me. He's fucking, he's the player of the year. He just won the FedEx Cup. He's won every single year of his PGA Tour career. That's fine. So, yes, I can say, I can say confidently. Okay. (laughs) I don't care what anybody says. Okay. This is my 0%. This is an honest take. He's a good golfer, but he's, he's, I know where you're going with this. He's a, he's a, He's a second-place golfer, too, in the majors. I do think that he needs to play better in the majors. He needs to stop. He needs to win and not play better. He played well. He's been playing well in majors. He needs to win majors in order to get some vindication on fans like yourself and me, partly. I, I, I feel the same way, but he, I don't know. I don't think I don't think Bryson doing that is going to change really anybody's uh, mindset. Like maybe maybe Tony Finau will will hit eighty percent instead of seventy five percent just to get just to, you know what I'm saying. But I feel like everybody else isn't going to put in the commitment that Bryson did. Is what I'm trying to say at this point. We I feel like getting younger guys are going to try and do what Bryson's done. That's that's where we're going to get it. The the guys that have been on tour for a while, I think, don't pay any mind to what he's doing. Obviously, they see him winning, but they're not going to change their game or that, DJ. And I'm glad you said that because I didn't I didn't want this this question. What I'm leaning to is more of a holistic view of it, not just bashing yeah. DJ. And right. So my point is specifically is that you just see it with when you when you when you see elite people in any field in any sport in any and in golf specifically it's it's very it's very obvious right we've we've had this run of 20 years whether it's um with equipment uh this huge this whole push of fitness into the game of golf when you when something works and you get results from it if you're the best of the best like you you one you have to take that into consideration and two you're so competitive like if you those those people operate at such a different level like if somebody's doing something very different uh, and like you said something that you can do dj physically can 100 percent do it and they're having success and they're specifically in this case in bryson's case of statistically showing like hey actually it's way more easy to play this golf course at 350 yards off the tee in these areas of the golf course than the way that you're playing it hoping to hit a two iron 240 in a 20 yard uh, fairway and playing safer and, and, and essentially leaving yourself more variables and more distance to the green. I think it like, I understand what you're saying. And I think you could be right too, in the sense that it's probably going to have more of effect on the younger generation, but don't, yeah. don't count out the fact that these guys are, and, and you actually said it perfectly was maybe DJ just doesn't even give a shit and doesn't pay attention. And you might be right, but yeah, and maybe not specifically him. Maybe it's a female. Maybe it's somebody else. I mean, I, I watched the the Tiger, um, the uh, Payne Valley Payne Valley Cup today, which was unbelievable. So upset way. that I 
Dude, wasn't able, like, why wouldn't they put that on a weekend? Some of the, I know, right? And it was some of the greatest access and conversations. And, and I the, heard JT was on fire. So good. He was yeah. awesome. And, but, but the first, dude, the, the first thing, tee shot right off the bat, Tiger walks right over to Justin Rose and goes, it calls him Rosie too, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. And he, he, he's like, hey, what are you doing? You're trying like a longer driver shaft. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get more distance. And then they just start breaking down like, okay, what does a longer shaft do to your swing? Where do you feel like you have to, it was, they weren't even speaking English. But That's that awesome. right there, like Tiger is interested in like, okay, so what are you doing with a longer shaft? Like got, yeah. distance, distance is going to be king until the USGA and the PGA Tour and these setups like tell you it's not king. And right now, Distance is king. And because of that, these players need to be – and think about it just, like, mentally, even if you were playing with him. Like, he's 380, and you're going to be pulling – you're just going to keep pulling, like, four, three iron, and you're just going to keep having those distance – some of those videos – some of those pictures of Bryson being 140 yards away on second shots from who he was playing with. Um, yeah. and, and just look at it. Like, we've seen it even statistically, like – Matt Wolf, if you actually look at like the top 10, I think six of the top 10 guys were in the top tier of like driving distance this weekend. So there are, uh, and you might be right. And th that, How, that could be a reach, but. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a reach. I just feel like eventually, like sooner than later, the PGA tour is going to do something with the ball. Everybody's going to have to use yeah, the same yeah. ball or something like that. Yeah. Then what do guys do? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And to get back to Mark's question, just, a, a, I think DJ specifically doesn't care. Yeah. You a might guy, be right a guy, a guy who has 23 wins, whatever. And then you have Tony Fino on the other side who doesn't have, he has that one Puerto Rico open, which is just as good as a 3M. Yeah. But um, <laughs> That's funny. Um, I think it would be more apt for Tony Finau to be turning heads and he can do the same thing. Lengthy guy, like yep. maybe not hit it quite as far, but he's got the length. And, and if he actually took a full swing instead of the three quarter, but uh, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, and, and but you're like, right. Your point distance is King distance is King right now. You need to hit the ball far, but it's not just that you still need to be a good golfer after you need to be able to hit those shots those little flip wedges and all that stuff. And, and honestly, Bryson fucking is a great putter. Dude, he, his short game, which was one of his yeah. biggest, um, you know, yeah. question marks coming in. His short game was unbelievable this weekend and he putted the lights out. And that's something too. When you talk about pushing the limits, Rory talked about it. He thinks mm -hmm. it's bullshit the way that he anchors that, that putter. And it's like, that is a hundred percent bullshit. It, it is. But like it, that's what I'm talking about in but that's golf. His, it's like, remember the belly, remember the belly the... putter, and remember when they were like, "All right, you know what? That, uh, this could be like distance, and and the chase for distance could get. We could move into something along those lines." Is, yeah. is all I'm saying. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, yeah. But, so you but, you got anything else about DJ? No, that, I, that, that I'm not even taking a huge shot. I'm saying okay, like, yeah, he that just, wasn't a huge shot. He, I, no, he <laughs> just he has to be in the losers category just because of where he was. We thought he was playing the best golf fair. of his career. Yeah. It, 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 we just we wanted to see it. Like I I, I wanted him to be in contention. Um, right. And just right. for that, so so we are we're losers as well, just because we're we're robbed of that again. Yeah, yeah. Plain and simple. All right, let's DJ go to a winner. Took that from us. You want to go to a winner? Um, let's go. All I have is Will Zalatoris. The young, the young uh, stud. Matt Wolf. Oh no, 
I, I forgot we talked about him. Yeah, we didn't Matt talk Wolf. About him. I mean, that, right, that's what I'm me. saying. Matt Wolf. <laughs> I forgot my my page was bent here, and uh, I had a W, and I thought it was Will. But let's get into a quick loser, Mikey Drip. I just Ooh. have to say that those <laughs> those hats on Friday were trash. They struck but, out. Yeah. I think they, they had some pretty good shoes. I was just about to say that they, yeah, they, Wolf's, they had Wolf and Rory's shoes came back and, and nailed it. So they, they were a, kind of losers, but yeah. Great, so great shoe lineup. Winner. Matt Wolf. First loser. Matt first Wolf. loser. Yeah. First loser. <laughs> um, wow. The kid played beautifully. I mean, for him to have in two majors that he's played, for him to have a fourth and a second, that's legit. The first time somebody's done it in 138 years, which is ridiculous that it goes back that far. What, in the um, first two? In the first two, to have to finish uh, at Damn. least T4 or better in the first two majors, uh, 138 years. He, he was the... That's wild. He was the first player ever to open his major career with five straight rounds in the 60s. Nobody's ever done that. And he did it with one round, obviously, being at Wingfoot, which is still very impressive. Yeah. Um, if I'm he did it. If he did it on Friday, he would add what eight, yeah, four, five, no, six, seven, seven, seven. yeah, which because he did it again on Saturday, yeah. So his um, ratio is pretty damn good, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just lights out in, in two majors. Yeah. Obviously, he's very, uh, he is a no name in the sense of in the golf world right now. I mean, obviously, we've been talking about him a lot. He not a no yeah. name for 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 people who are just casual golf fans. You probably you maybe you didn't know who Matt Wolf was, um, right? To give you a little more background, though, he's 21. He came out of Oklahoma State when he was a sophomore, so after his sophomore season. So he should be a senior right now playing in college golf. He now has two top nuts. four finishes in majors. Um, something that was really – something that was – yeah, it really is. Something that was yeah. really cool. Um, and, and we'll get into losers. And I know we're going to talk about the coverage, which I thought the – opportunity that they had and I might have talked about this a little bit on the YouTube recap but the opportunity that they had to just like highlight Matt Wolf and just talk about Matt Wolf just on Saturday for three to four hours and just get like throw everything we we, we know nothing about this kid yeah the the, the general population I do the general population knows nothing <laughs> about this kid Get, give us more like it took them until like two holes left to finally they start talking about did you, and I don't even know if you know this, but his caddy, he was his uh, college golf teammate on his back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bones, who everybody else, I thought coverage was terrible. Bones was unbelievable. He um, is, yeah, classy. He was, dude, he's so good. His perspective on, and especially now with the mics being hotter and the caddy player relationship is the, the perspective that he gives on the conversations they're having about different situations and holes was awesome. Um, he was talking specifically about um, and, and shout out to Matt Wolf's caddy. His name's Nick Heinen. Um, there, he's like on Saturday. He's like these guys are pitching an absolute shutout. Everything that they touch is like perfect. They are every they're they're calling all the right shots, all the right numbers. Yeah. And they were just two bros, like just going walking out around there. a golf course. It would be like if me and you literally just like <laughs> went and was like, "Hey, you're playing. You're on the bag." Like, yeah. There was a. a I don't know if you saw, it, but you Matt. <laughs> This is this, get into it. You have this is to great. say this. Yeah. If you if you didn't see, I was obviously watching coverage twenty four seven. Yeah, you on... probably put in the most hours. I um, did. And you and Frankie, Frankie kind of didn't Thursday and Friday. I would we get were back. dialed. 
the Dude, group text was fired up. I would get back to my up. phone at like lunch and have like 137 messages. You get, oh my god, this guy. Oh my god, this guy. But go on with it. This so, Matt Wolf quote is so, amazing. So, so Wolf and Nick Hine and his caddy are in. I think it was like the third or fourth hole. So they obviously you go through a range session, everything. Or no, sorry, it's a little later. It's in the afternoon now. And Matt Wolf was going. They were trying to pick a club and. I think his caddy was like, hey, you, you want to hit that, like, that nice baby, like, draw six iron? And Wolf looks at him and goes, yeah, like, that shot I hit back on 12 was how <laughs> sick was that? And he was just, like, and, and, like, he's just smirking, and he knows he's on camera, and he's like, dude, that was such a sick, like, baby draw six iron. And it was just so relatable that it was, like, uh, this dude, he – he was calm, cool, and collective the whole time, obviously. And, and that's the biggest thing and why he's a winner. It's like he's now yeah. gotten reps on a Sunday twice in two majors. And that's a yeah. big deal. Now he knows how he's going to respond. What, you know, is, is he sleeping the night before? What, you know, that time, that weight, like what is he doing? What's, what works best for him? And it wasn't like he didn't, it, he didn't choke. He didn't, it wasn't like no. nerves. It wasn't anything like that. Like he got beat up by a really hard golf course that was beating up the best players in the world while playing alongside somebody who was doing something spectacular. Yeah. On the biggest I, stage. I kind of touched on it before. He, he didn't lose. He didn't lose. He just, like you said, you said it perfectly. He just didn't, he, he played like everybody else. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He, he, you know, um, I do think that he showed a little frustration like at the tail end, but how can you blame him? Yeah. I mean, he, after that, after they both made that Eagle, I thought it was going to be like, I was gearing up to get ready. And then it just, nothing went his way. Like every bounce, like they hit it in almost identical shot, uh, places right after that. And Bryson yeah. got that beautiful hop that and hop, Wolves yeah, went in. right into the other way. Like yep. it was just, it wasn't his day whatever you can't take away that he he is just he's a very good golfer and he's going to be good for a long time i think because like like you said take nothing out of it take i mean he won 1.3 million dollars um you could take that and his reps like you said yeah that's without the money just having that is is huge so and when you a lot of guys don't even know what it's like to play on a freaking sunday you know, in the last group, in the last group or the yeah. last couple groups, even. So yeah. to have that under his belt at 21, I mean, he, the guy just was able to buy beer the other yeah. day. Four, yeah, <laughs> like, he turned 21 in April. That's crazy. Yeah. It's and, unbelievable. And when we talk about breaking golf, it's like when you look at yard, like distance and, and, and breaking golf specifically, I mean, these dudes, what did they have in that apart into nine? They had, they both hit 375 yard plus drives and had wedge. <sighs> wedge yeah. into par fives to make yeah. eagle these yeah. dudes and that's the thing is like wolf and another thing bones touched on which i thought was really interesting um bones said if there's any if anybody's out there listening you know whatever any kids young golf coaches anything all you should care about right now is speed all you should yeah. care about right now is just swinging as hard as you can and like that's what matt wolf does <laughs> And he yeah, does it in the sickest way possible yeah. and second shout out the <laughs> shout out the Shout out to Wolfgang, uh, howling on the back. There All were right. fans. Okay. No, listen, okay. he, right. he shouted it out too. <laughs> I was howling at home. You heard me on the IG. I did um, too. I can't say that I was part of the. Yeah, Wolf dude, game. come on. <laughs> uh, no, but Thomas uh, was doing that, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> he was running around after. 
I am uh, <laughs> Thomas is his, uh, his four-year-old son. So yes, yeah. If you don't know that already, it's uh, I'm I'm very was... excited. Obviously, I wish he he capped it off. Um, but yeah. th- hey, he's got a lot of majors. Yeah, it's only good a lot of majors to, to look forward to. So um, I guess we could do a couple more losers, and then we'll just I, we I did already say Will Zalatoris. We're gonna get into him. He's just a guy to look out for. He's getting completely screwed over because of COVID. Um, I hope he gets his temporary exemption on the PJ Tour this year because the guy is just outstanding. Guys are saying that he is like a top player in the world, and I really hope that he gets a chance. That's the last winner. Um, do you want to get in? Yeah, he's, he's next. Yeah, he's, I think that's next. really he's, all we have to say. He's in that. So right now, if you don't know, he's on the Corn Ferry Tour. He, he doesn't have PGA Tour exemption, like Ronnie said, based on uh, this whole COVID situation. Um, but he is in that line of young studs. He just finished T6 this weekend at the U.S. Open. Uh, yeah. And he's not even he's, on the tour. He finished T6. He's he already hole, got a win on the Corn Ferry, too. And, and he had a hole-in-one, which was fire. Which was pretty sick, yeah. Um, what else? What do we got? Yeah, no. So, he, yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to go losers? Let's go. Let's go a loser. Let's, let's go losers. Um, before we get into the, we'll do coverage last, and then we can't not talk about Danny Lee. Yes, dude. <laughs> um, it, 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 Danny uh, Lee, I think he withdrew. Right after, he, I think it said that he withdrew. Well, I saw so he might he might have made the cut and then just didn't feel like playing, so it was like nah. Oh Let my god! See. I gotta, I gotta see because I yeah, think it's, he with he withdrew. He was he plus did thirteen, withdraw. so hilarious. it must have been on the round Thursday. He six putt on eighteen. He did six putt on eighteen, <laughs> and, and it, it was, was sick. It, it like, was sick. it looked fake after we finally found it on the internet. Um, yeah, so that was the thing is that there was this search for nobody could everybody <laughs> saw it like on the the you know on the app and everything and nobody could find it there was yeah. everybody was looking for the danny lee six putt video and yep. it finally came out like was it like a day eight later or something it was like a day and a half later yeah but dude, like he, that he had a i mean it was a full-on meltdown like the course destroyed danny lee he walked oh, over yeah. after he slammed his putter into the bag like he yeah. was beating his bag with the putter yeah, it was. I can't watch it without giggling. It was like I literally electric. cannot. <laughs> so if you have not uh, seen that, go go yeah. go Google uh, Danny Lee. Go to six YouTube. Putt. Go yeah, to go, YouTube. Go to YouTube. Go down about the fourth, <laughs> fifth. Listen, we got yeah. into the algorithm game this weekend. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Frankie. Yeah. Um, go check out the Danny Lee six putt. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, so the last thing I want to touch on, uh, then we're going to get into a couple of, we'll touch on our rounds. I know we played this weekend and you played uh, Peas, I think it's Pease, called. yep. Weird name. Yeah, Weird name. but um, the coverage was a complete loser in the sense that if you watched it all day on Thursday and Friday, or even on Saturday, you would have to flip from NBC to Golf Channel to Peacock to this, to that, to that, like... Guys, this is a goddamn major. Like, you need to pull it together. It should be the simplest thing to do to, is to watch a major championship or a big tournament for that matter. I don't understand why it's so hard. Peacock had to pay them out the ass to do this. Like, no, they, they, they own Peacock, so that was part of oh, their they, thing. Oh, so they, yeah, well, so that was their stupid, thing. Is they were just getting a bunch of people market. to sign up. Yeah. yeah, this is not a time to market anything. You, want, you want people that – Obviously, the diehard fans like us, 
and most of our listeners are going to find a way to watch this and they're going to go through the whole motions. People are, that aren't doing anything on a Saturday that like golf that might be done with their round and said, oh, shit, U.S. Open's on. Let's watch it. They want to turn the TV on and have it come on. They yep. don't want to, oh, well, I, now I have to sign up for this or I have to switch to here. And then, they, God forbid, they turn in at 1.45 and then they have to change the channel at 2 o'clock. Like, it just it seemed crazy to me, and, and I, don't, I don't like – that they do that. It's like every, Oh, grow the game, grow the game. You want people to watch the game too. So yeah. make it easy. Yeah. You know, I, Monday yeah. night football says Monday night football on ESPN, like click it. You you're in like, it just doesn't make sense that they made it so difficult is, is the downside of the tournament. Yeah. It, it was frustrating. And on top of that, I think it, it was, I just feel like those guys struck out. Like they had so much to talk about with Bryson and Wolf, and they yeah. were so focused on like, oh, bashing. Like, they another, were bashing everyone. They were, they were so negative, dude. They were so everything. negative. Like everything. It, it it didn't make sense. Like and they Which just couldn't go. They couldn't get over the fact to... that these guys could hit out of the rough too. It was like the same thing over and over again. It's like. Yeah, they're missing – yeah, like, Matt Wolf's missing the rough. He also has the perfect angle in, and he's just <laughs> off the cut. Like, it, Right. It, it's just – I don't know. They were – I feel like they, like the rest of us, were looking for that horrible shot or, like, whatever it was. Yeah. And like, they and, wanted and more carnage, really. They wanted – exactly. And these they guys are too good. just as bad as us, and yeah. they were too good. Yeah. And honestly, I'm sure that there was more – Oh, there was um, carnage. That we didn't see. And I wish, I wish that there was like maybe two different coverages, like one to just see the bad shots. ESPN, the Ocho had all yeah, shitty yeah. shots. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and then the rest, I mean, they did a good job. We saw JT Hazel Rock at a couple. Yeah, we saw there were like big name guys make shots. some absolutely horrible shots. Like there were straight I mean, up shanks. Oh yeah. It, it was, was sick. sick. It was sick. So, but could there have been more and the commentating could have been better? I mean, Faldo's garbage. I hope he's, I hope, I hope Bones gets a real job. I know. Not, I really um, do too. Um, yeah. I just feel like it's, yeah, it could be better. It could be better. One, one more quick thing in the name of golf. This is a ridiculous statistic that the USGA pushed forward. They said that at this time on nine, so let's say nine eighteen twenty twenty. There have been 10 million more rounds of golf played than, oh. at, the, than at this time last year. Unbelievable. And that, that's a perfect segue into what we're talking about as our, our weekends. Well, that's the – You're playing it's hard to get, the most golf I've ever seen anyone play ever. It's, it's, um, it's hard to get tee times, bro. It's crazy. It's hard to get tee times. No, you just drive to New Hampshire. <laughs> Yo. I know. Yo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, the whole podcast thing, I, I'm, I'm, I'm diving right in. And for to give yep. people a little sneak peek. Um, it's about the content, man. <laughs> Bryson might have tickled me as well. I may or may have not purchased a uh, golf speed fitness plan um, <laughs> that is half fitness, half training in order to gain distance and gain speed. So we're going to keep you updated on that. Yeah. Um, so yes. oh, first off, before we get into let's do a quick announcement. Why did you get that? What, what tournament do we have coming up? Oh, we have a big tournament coming up. <laughs> we, uh, so, yeah. yeah. So no, you go ahead and commission. The, uh, yeah. As I, I would, I'm the self-appointed board, commissioner. Board. Yeah. Board. I'm, a, I'm a part of the board member of the Connecticut masters golf. And on behalf of those other three gentlemen, 
Uh, we are extending our invitation to four more people. You are one of them. Uh, we have Mark Lyon and Chris Shaw and also uh, Frankie O'Brien as well. He's going to be joining us this year. We're playing October 24th and 25th. So mark your calendars. And this guy is so dialed in that he went and got a guy fitness video to try and generate more speed. And I'm, you know what? I'm getting less. Go do it, mother. man. Good. Go. Go. Because go. Yeah. I hope you do. I hope you do. Listen, it's going to be. Try and um, change it. Dude, try and change it before the Masters. You've never felt that kind of pressure before. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> I have a Candlewood member guest trophy. <laughs> Listen, um, Masters is a different, different animal. Which is a perfect segue. Let's talk about my <laughs> first round. Um, so I went up yeah. and played Pease Golf Club up in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, really nice area for people who haven't been up there. Portsmouth's gorgeous. It's actually, it's a 27-hole facility located on a active Air Force base, which would have been awesome. I know a couple of people hit me up when they saw that I was playing and were like, I hope you get, like, I hope something flies over or comes in or you see. It would have been sick to see any sort of fighter jet pilot any like any, i would have seen a car anything cargo anything leaving that place like dude <laughs> yeah. you were right on like right on the airfield that's sick. Um, re actually really cool track in unbelievable shape but i had one of the biggest dumbass moves of all time <laughs> i forgot my 60 degree wedge which i thought i left at the apartment here because i was because i was working on the game and realized <laughs> after that it was realized after that it was in the back of my car and i swear and i know everybody says this if i had that club i would have shot a career round um listen i i could i could see the shots no so i had <laughs> it was another case of the ridiculous starts i started i started birdie par birdie bogey birdie so I was two under through four or five. Yeah. Um, I started to get nervous after that point. And I, I started texting <laughs> you. I said, well, that's the thing too, dude. I, I, like jokingly, I posted on the Instagram because I, the first hole, it was fairway and regulation, green and regulation, one putt, putt like birdie. Like birdie, I was like, oh, birdie, what a, what a great go. way to start. Yeah. Then, then I made par the next hole. Then I did the same thing again. And I was like, yeah. okay, now there's pressure. And so then I started to shit myself. I didn't have my wedge. Um, I was playing with Nate. I ended you're up looking. shooting. I ended Sounds up like shooting. you were looking for a lot of excuses. <laughs> I ended up shooting. I ended up shooting seventy-eight. It should have been seventy-four-ish. Um, That's the thing, though. You shot a seventy-eight without your sixty on a new course. Yeah, and then let's. You can't uh, be mad. You can't no, be mad. But then what? What? What did we do Sunday? Because that was Friday. Well, we had a we had a great round. We woke up really really early on Sunday. Uh, we had a 6.40 tea time. Uh, RGA came with us. Who yes. Shout out to RGA because he won that giveaway. Yeah, dude. Well, um, Haters are going to say it's fake. We're, we're here in the chirps in the comments. I, we filmed yeah. it. I literally filmed it. We literally it. filmed it. It's, yeah, it so. is kind of crazy that the first two numbers were 14. I feel for Cody Smith there. I know. Yeah. Sorry. Well, and like I said, we get you that ball marker, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we played with RGA and then uh, Jordan Yanni. He came down. He was visiting his in-laws, and it was like an hour trip to Tunxis where we played. Um, he came down, and we had a a really fun round. Jordan uh, is uh, Jordan's the owner and operator and creator and all hats uh, F and three putt. Uh, if you guys obviously saw those hats that we were wearing, yeah. Um, yep. So it was good. It was our, our first round with him. 
yeah, it was our first round meeting him. Um, he's a great dude, had a lot of fun. Uh, I think <laughs> some of the quotes from him and, and Luke we have to touch on. Um, yes. The first, the first three putt that Jordan had, uh, he taps in f- uh, for his first three putt. And as he's picking the ball up, he just goes, live the brand. <laughs> for the brand, live the brand. Yeah, That's hilarious. Brand. <laughs> Started dying. So um, funny. That was really funny. But touching on what you did, you went 78. And what did you shoot at Tungsis? Uh, I shot 93. With, <laughs> yes, you did. Um, A very bad 93. Maybe eight duck hooks. Um, I've never seen you do that. Yeah, it was Not pretty bad. That, well, I can't say never. Yeah, because that um, Fairview round. At this, yeah, I don't. I didn't think it would ever happen again because you're playing so much. Yeah. Um, that Fairview round wasn't really fair, <laughs> pun intended. Yeah, that was like um, two years off. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, you weren't. You weren't. I wasn't at the place golf. you are now. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't even playing golf. But yeah, I. You just. I don't know what the hell it, Dude, you it were was. Trying to chase speed already. Like, no, no, no. I think you were like you were trying to do that little Matt Wolf thing, like that little. <laughs> I saw you doing it. I did. I did try to the fairway <laughs> once, and it was hilarious. No, I, yeah, no, I. Fun. I'm not even like discouraged. John. I just I played like shit, and I had yeah, a ton. Of, I had a ton of fun. But yeah, that's the thing. Is yeah. that, that it happens? It was a lot of fun. The course was great. I thought um, we played the green course. Uh, there were some dead spots, and but the greens were pure. And the greens and were I pure. That, uh, I give them the credit. whole the, the layout was a little weird. Dude, or, the signage was the worst signage the, I've yeah. ever seen. It was the worst signage that we've ever – like, we literally played 19 holes because we got to the green on what we thought was 11, and it was on no, the we wrong thought was, course. No, we, we thought was three or four, and it was 11. And oh, so, yes. fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. this dude in jeans <laughs> – Yeah, that was the worst. Comes, he, like, comes out drives and he's like, up to yeah, us. Yeah, he's like, he's Yo, like, you guys on the wrong hole? <laughs> I was like, like, dude, ah. come on. Not sure. I'm pretty sure we all had birdie looks. Too. All had birdie putts. I made seven <laughs> on that next hole, which sucks. Yes. Yep. It was, uh, it was, it sucked to do that, but um, the course was in good shape and, and I think we had a great time and uh, hope, hopefully we'll get out there um, before we do have DK picks. And no, no, no. Turn, Keep, you don't, you, you got to tell the Luke story. That, no, I said that okay, before, okay, okay. before we turn it over, we have a DK segment. I have to say the funniest fucking thing that I have ever heard on a golf course in my entire life was from Mr. RGA, Luke Martin. Okay. He, (laughs) he hit a pot. It was like a 12 footer, probably just, he wanted it. He he wanted wanted it. it. He wanted it so bad. And we're just watching it. And he clearly either misread it or, or did something. And he needed the ball to cut. <laughs> and he called for it. He puts it and then just goes, cut, cut. And I, without skipping a beat, fall over laughing. Yeah. So funny, dude. His just sincerity and honesty, like he <laughs> wanted that ball to cut. I like, was dying. I, I was, and he doesn't. He didn't even. Yeah. He doesn't even know what he was saying. And we were all <laughs> looking at each other. And we were just <laughs> laughing so hard. And he's like, "What the? Why didn't he cut? It didn't cut." Yeah. Um, oh, uh, but that is was, definitely that's definitely something to work on. Is uh, on the greens is is your cut and your fade. So, <laughs> well, incredible. Uh, I'm gonna start working on that for the Masters. But um, yeah, 
but yeah, we have a DK segment. Um, before we turn it over, I uh, just want to say we appreciate everybody listening. And uh, if, if you like what you're hearing, give us some reviews on iTunes and, and keep interacting with us on, on Instagram. We love uh, hearing from everybody and would love to give you guys shout outs and, and uh, send us golf video, whatever you guys got. We'd love to see what you have. And uh, you guys are, are what we're doing this for. So definitely keep up what you're doing and, and hope you're enjoying this. Um, but for now, we're going to turn it over. We have a special guest. Uh, he's going to work for possibly a new segment. Uh, and it's Tommy Scazafava, all the way from uh, South Carolina, I think he is, or North? Durham. Durham, North, North, North Carolina. Carolina. North yeah, Carolina. Durham, North Carolina. Tommy North Guns. Ca- North Carolina. Tommy North Gunn, Carolina. Yeah, you, you'll, you guys will hear the draw. Oh, yeah. It's right. good. So let's get into Here it. Here he is. Tommy Guns, welcome to the Lefties Lounge, man. So good to see you. It's been a while. What's up, lefties? Uh, I should up? say lettuce lounge. <laughs> yeah, I yes. just took a shower, so I'm I'm a little clean cut until she dries out. But the <laughs> lettuce lounge is still in full effect. So uh, we got you on here today because obviously um, you weren't the only one to comment on my my trashy DraftKings picks last week, and um, we're, we're looking for help. So you are you are our DK uh, degenerate as of right now. <laughs> we'll see how we're, it goes. No problem. Yeah. So we we're gonna let you do two weeks on our account, and I'm gonna let you choose three different scenarios. The first scenario is they're all classic lineups, just like we've been doing. You're gonna uh, you have to get six guys to make the cut, either one out of the two weeks, either or. Yeah. Um, you can get nine out of 12 in both weeks, or you can get green. You can get in the green both weeks. Just make mine. So, that's what you want to do? <laughs> that's I, don't, what you, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's a tough one. So you can, uh, if you want to, we can roll through your picks, um, and then you can pick after, or you can pick now on the spot. It's, it's really whatever you want to do, man. I'll go – Let's let's uh let's do nine on twelve. Okay, that's probably the one that I would have picked. It's probably you could my have a, Yeah, I think yeah. so. So you could do a five and a four. You could do a six and a three. Like, there's different options. You could have a good week and a bad week, and or two average weeks. So that's what I'm shooting. All right. For. What's that? That's what I'm shooting for. Two average that's weeks. That's it, man. I'm, I'm excited to hear your picks. This is a. Uh, it's a. It's not a major week, but. Uh, I'm I'm excited to hear what you got. So take it it's, away. It's uh it's an interesting field. So I I we're all so we're all still hung over from the open, right? I'm literally still hung over and <laughs> still hung over. Uh not happy about Bryson winning. I had Matt Wolf, believe it or not, but uh, I was pretty upset that Bryson took it home. PS uh he's awful after the tournament, like not even drinking beers, not slugging beers, like having protein shakes. Not fun at all. Yeah, real, so, real zero fun. <laughs> um, I got some picks for this week. There's a lot of no-name guys, man. So I'm I'm going off of some – I had to do some digging on the internet. Uh, I like so it. The, the one big-name guy that I have, my, my, big, uh, my big value guy is going to be Mackenzie Hughes. Oh, I like uh, that. He was – 
I think he was tied for fifth, I want to say. Okay. Um, so he's he's probably the best one right now. I think uh, Will – what's his name? Zalatoros or something? Zalatoros. He's going off at the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mackenzie Hughes is going to do it. Sweet. Who else? I'm, I'm just going to rattle these guys off. Like I yeah, said, yeah. these guys are no-name guys. Uh, Miliano <laughs> Grillo. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an interesting pick. I almost I almost shied away from him, but a lot of a lot of the internet is saying he's going to do pretty good. So stick with him. Uh, Denny McCarthy is is the guy I want to move a lot this week. He's supposed to be one of the best putters. Okay. So the course is supposed to be really wide, a lot wider than obviously than the Open and Wings. Yeah. Pretty much any course would be. <laughs> yeah. Well, it plays longer, too. So, okay. if you guys can drive, that's one thing. But Denny's Denny's a good putter. So, I'm putting a lot on Denny this week. Okay. Uh, who else I got? Peter Malnati. He comes in at number four. I like these. These are all guys that I've I've heard their name. Yep. But really haven't had uh, haven't had the balls to pick them. So. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think you're really gonna like my number five pick. Oh boy! Uh, this kid was this kid was really good in the past. I think two weeks ago, um, at Safeway, uh, Akshay Batia. Yes. Oh, yes. That's our guy. That's our yeah. guy. And he's lefty. he's coming in at a really good price too. So I had to pick him up. Love that. Love that. Um, number six, nothing really to write home about, but I was kind of pushed up against a wall here because we spent a lot of money in the top five. Zach Blair, he's probably the best pick out of the lower pricing guys. Um, he's also got like the most made cuts. I want to say he's like 12 of 25 or something. Makes so he's sense. a decent pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the last to round out the list, so nice man, I love that list. Um, definitely no Mackenzie Hughes, Peter Malnati, Batia, and, and Zach Blair is always a great pick too. These uh, I always call them lower level tournaments. They're not lower level. They're still PGA Tour tournaments, but a lot of no name guys like you said. But I, I hope you got it, man. I, 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 I got a lot of faith in Denny McCarthy. I'm telling you. Okay, I like, I like that. that. I like the shout out for that one. And I, and I like the fact that I haven't heard these names on any of Ronnie's previous DKs, which is a good thing. <laughs> so, and I like these guys. So no, I, those last two picks I love. Yeah, I don't even have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're here for a reason, Tommy. <laughs> All right, man, we'll see. We'll see if well, I can, hey. uh, if I can yeah. strike it, dude. Well, we're going to keep track. Um, we also heard that you're getting married on Saturday. Yeah, so that's right. So good luck, man. It's uh, <laughs> the, be- the beginning of the end, uh, so they say. Uh, hey, man, she let me you... play today. I don't know if she's going to let me play during the honeymoon, but she let me play golf today. So. Well, well everybody will pray for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to end it here. We'll leave them on the 19th. Uh, and that's, that's, that's a wrap for the DK Picks. So-